Might get a strike, man. But that ain't gonna pay for the strollers. It's never enough to kiss solar. Tell her your daddy your soldier. She needs you right now in this moment. Now get on your back, push your roses. To me, I'm just carving the scotia. The fine tuning my approaches. Doubling back as the owner. The moment of truth is the bonus. Call the promoters. Hey. I like that. Decent? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cheers. Cheers. That's the blue. The details. The Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Marlon vs. Marlon. I'm your boy Marlon. And I'm your boy Marlon. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, argue, fight, debate, sometimes maybe even agree on everything from sports to pop culture and everything in between. All right. Today's episode for one. Happy New Year uh, to everybody. Hope you guys had a great, uh, safe holiday season. And I hope that everybody has a a blessed, safe, healthy uh, 2022. So um, I, I guess I didn't really... No word. I mean, we got we got a lot to do today. I mean, obviously, we have the playoffs getting ready to start, the national championships on Monday. So, I mean, there's a lot that we got to do. We got a bunch of guests today. Got a lot of ground to cover. So, uh, so yeah, man. How, how was your trip back home? Uh, well, I was sick for like the first week. Ended up staying another week. Uh, and it was fun. It was cool, man. It was good. To be. It's always good when you're around yeah. your people, you know? Right, right, right. The, I ain't been back I, home in two years, man. It was just as cold as it is out here. No, not as cold as this it. weather out here is disrespectful. Yeah, like this is the told, wind chill has to be at least like ten. I told my son I thought it was gonna start snowing again. That's how cold it was this morning. Yeah, so so it's bad. So um, so yeah, so we'll go ahead and uh, take a look at the NFL the playoffs. Um, by the way, I just want to before we get started, Austin may be in the comments somewhere. Maybe I don't know. Austin is a big Cardinals fan, my god brother. Um, Used to be a Chargers fan, but you know we won't talk about that. But I just want to say that I was correct with predicting, and this was when the Cardinals got blown out by the Lions. I said it wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals dropped down to the wild card, and they ended up playing the Cowboys in the first round of the divisional, uh, first round of the wild card. So here we are. If the playoffs were to start today, which they don't, they would be playing. <laughs> so. I just want to throw that out there. I just need. So, my, are you going to cut if, if we don't play them in two weeks? Are you going to come back on here next week and say you was wrong? It was it was a very bold prediction, but they were but, one game up at the time. But no, no I think there, there were two or three. There were two or three, but it was a very bold prediction. But I'm just saying it's just very popular. And you were like, oh no, Cowboys are a two to two to three seed. This and that. That's what we need. By the way, I'm I'm just worried about you guys as a just as an NFL fan. I'm I'm just worried. I just hope that you guys just get a good matchup, whoever it is. I hope it's 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 going to be the Cardinals or the Rams if you got if everybody else ahead of you wins. But if you guys were able to sneak up into the third seed, you guys have a better shot against possibly Philly or or the Niners. Or the Niners yeah. Well, I'm worried about you guys because if <laughs> if you don't win, you you go get to go to the playoffs. Yeah. So as a as a Football fan. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. With us, huge, huge matchup, as we know, against the Raiders, win and you're in. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's it's one of those matchups that you want. I, I knew we were going to get flexed to either the Saturday night or the Sunday night game. Sunday night was, it, it seems like it's the most realistic spot for us to go to. 
Um, of course, if the Jags win, um, beat the Colts, then we're both in. But I, I just don't see the Jags beating them. Although the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in Man. since 2014. John, but Taylor about to run for 300 yards on the Jags. I, I, 350. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be ugly out there. But um, overall, I think it's just going to be a good matchup down to the wire. We have to just come with our, our A game and not... Um, you know, we saw what happened when we played the Chiefs, and I don't know what team showed up when we played Houston. I mean, that was horrible. I don't think we recorded since that bad loss. But no, yeah, you, you've been yeah, making excuses yeah. ever since. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it was a, it was a, no no excuse. Horrible, horrible loss. I mean, is that why we back this week? Because y'all finally won again. What do you mean we back? Well, we back recording. You've been out of town for two weeks. Oh, that's right. You been, I mean, I, I've been trying to, and my wife, hey, babe, come here. I got a question for you. So, um, yeah, no, it was it, it was a, a horrible, horrible, I don't know what team showed up, but we, we had a bounce back with Denver, and now we need to show the world that, you know, our quarterback, but shout out to my quarterback, by the way, breaking records left and right, Marlon continues to hate on my guy. It's almost like every year he does something. Last year, rookie, <laughs> this is the second year in the league. Yes, every year. That's like saying every year, every year, every year. Every year you want to hate on my guy. That's all I'm saying. Every year you want to hate on him. Uh, S, what's up, man? Tell me one thing I've said that's been hating on your guy. You, you that, hate that isn't I, true. That isn't true. Let's say that. One thing that that I see. One thing that you you did a 30 minute video for whatever reason on YouTube about how he doesn't look through his reads and he just looks at one receiver, and which which down. which was horrible. It was it was a horrible take. You wasted your did time. You watch it? No, because okay, it's, it's not. Okay, it's, it's anyways. All right, but anyways, last year rookie of the year broke the record for um, broke the record for touchdowns. I think as a, as a rookie um, yards and a ton of records. And then this year, in in your second year, you break the record for all time passing yards or all time passing touchdowns in Chargers history. And with this extra game, he's gonna break the record. So I just want to throw that in there with the with the extra game. He's going to break the record for the most uh, passing yards in a season in Chargers history. So this was my question to you. Last year, we got that, some guests on. That was on a record setting pace. Okay, and we weren't winning games. And you said none of that mattered. So now, if you guys do not make the playoffs, and he throws for the most touchdowns in Chargers history, is that a stat that does not matter? That's my only question. Because when when we weren't winning games, you said that those stats didn't matter. But but you guys were losing. You you guys weren't necessarily a great team for whatever reason last year. It, it just didn't make any sense. But you guys were always just playing behind every game. You guys were playing behind with us. That's not the case. With us, we will be ahead by two three touchdowns and, then, and, and just, we'll blow. We'll we'll lose the lead. And then the guy you're talking about will throw two interceptions and you guys end up losing the game. But it's not it's not <laughs> garbage stats. Dak had garbage stats. But anyways. Um, we we can go back and forth about this all day. You can you can continue to hate on my guy. And does that uh, say more about him, or does that say more about the Chargers franchise and their quarterbacks that you've had? We've had some great Hall of Fame quarterbacks, some Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, even huh? some great Hall of Fame quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl in our uh, you know like pro, some Pro Bowl quarterbacks, Hall of Fame. You, you, Dan Fouts made the made the Hall of Fame when <laughs> when they handed Hall the ball off forty times again. Anyways. Oh, hold on one second. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? Frankie, Frankie, man, appreciate you coming on. Let me, I gotta introduce you real quick. You know, um, Helix High's own 
the University of Oklahoma's own. Uh, we're not going to talk about his favorite football team yet, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but my guy, Frankie Green, what's up, bro? Thanks for joining us. Uh, no problem, no problem. Thanks for the invite, y'all. Of course, man. You know, last, last time we had you on, it was, uh, I think it was earlier on in the season. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit Lakers, a little bit of, you know, the NFL. Uh, this is, and, and Carlin's in, in the comments, as he always is. Um, you know, this is, this is a season that I definitely did not see the Eagles clinching a spot, although I did not see the NFC as a whole being this bad. Um, the it, NFC. It was ha- this, you get you got like five legit teams in the NFC. The rest are just average teams, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, how do you feel about your team making it this far, and and what are you looking forward to um, as far as in the playoffs? Well, you know, we'll kind of go back to what you said. Uh, the NFC is top heavy right now, so there's right. there's, there's good teams. It's just it's really top heavy, and then all of a sudden, kind of drops off a bit. But um, it's like I said the first time when I was on here, uh, I wasn't having high expectations. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? If we can get one Carson Wentz to play some of those games to get that third uh, first round pick, we're cool. Um, but they, uh, the Eagles showed out on the back end. You know, you you play lesser opponents, you got to beat them. You, you just got to show up. And uh, they they went. They found their identity. You know, I was yelling at the TV, just run the damn ball. Um, and they just they just started figuring it out. So I'm not I wouldn't say more surprised at the the win total mainly because once they found their identity, it's like now we are one of the top of the lines in the league, and you know the running attack is just it's on point. And uh, I, I think I think the Eagles if they could uh I'm not expecting them to be like you know win or Super Bowl right now. Right. We're, we're, we're in rebuilding mode and it's hard to have a team that's in rebuilding mode that's winning. That doesn't usually happen. So, um, with us trying to be able to kind of steer the ship, I think our running attack and low-key, our, our defense has been showing up. So, we could be a problem for people in the playoffs only because time possession. If you don't have the ball, and our defense comes out with time and stops. Well, we'll keep the score low because we don't we don't need to score in the thirties, the forties. Right. If our defense just kind of hold you down, so yeah, Eagles do what they can. If they can be able to get, you know, if they can get Tampa Bay in the first round, that'll be cool because Tampa Bay is limping in, and you know, whole AB drama. Yeah. They got a whole bunch of players hurt, so that that, that could be a better matchup because we had them in the link and kind of let them off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of AB, it's actually where I was headed. Um, with with all the, I mean, it, it seems like it's just been a lot. AB's releasing text messages. We saw what he did on Sunday on the field. Um, some people are saying that it's a contract issue. Other people are saying, you know, he was saying that it was his ankle. I mean, is is there who is to blame for this this relationship falling out? Yeah, I the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, yeah. they they knew who A.B. was. So bringing him back in the first place, you you know there's going to be something like, you know, the whole mental health thing. Like, there, there's something going on there that's more to the underlying thing. You could say contracts and all that stuff. But if, if A.B.'s hurt, he's hurt. But the Buccaneers knew bringing him back, there, there could be a situation because he, he ran, he was over here talking crap about Big Ben, and then he went to the Raiders, 
Dallas Hall's way out of there. Yeah. And so they, they knew that, that there could be some situations. And when it comes to the blame, I probably wouldn't blame A.B. A.B. hasn't changed in the last three years, right? <laughs> so yeah. If he, if, if he hasn't changed, then this is on the Buccaneers. And, and if the coach is saying, like, oh, I know he was hurt, but, you know, fantasy football knew he was hurt. <laughs> so Right, right. That's, so to me, I have to say the blame has to be on, you know, Bruce Arians and Tampa organization for knowing that this guy, he, he's volatile. He's now him, you know, doing the whole, gosh, jumping jacks and taking off the shirt. That's just, you're showing up the NFL now. So he, he, he's out of pocket for that. But honestly, I think it's back on the Buccaneers to be able to have to own that one up. And that's my thing, man. I think it's a it's actually like a couple different questions in one because yeah. the the incident that happened on Sunday, how he left the field and all the antics, that's on A B one hundred percent, right? But yep. if he's telling the coaches I'm hurt and I can't go back in the game and, and he's showing text messages from the previous week that show him telling Bruce Arians like, yo, I'm hurt, I'm getting I'm getting treatment, but I don't know how good I'm gonna be. And Bruce Arians is like, nah, we're not resting you. And then he comes out and tries to play and just feels like he can't go. I think that's that falls completely on him. Because this is the one thing I'll say about A.B. Yes, he, he, he talked about Big Ben when he left. Yes, he talked about the Raiders when he left. But that stuff all turned out to be true. We heard other Steelers players that left the Steelers talk about Big Ben. We've seen what happened with the Raiders and, and people talk about John Gruden and how uh, Ke- Keyshawn Johnson came out again and, and starts talking about John Gruden, and then John Gruden gets fired for you know some emails and things like that. So I will say, like AB, I do believe he has some mental health issues, but he hasn't shown himself outside of the vaccine card to be a liar. And if we're going to use that against him, we got to use that against Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be the MVP too. So yeah, I could, I, yeah, I, I could definitely agree with that. That element of which what you're going with. I think the part that kind of gets skewed is that because he's been having all these other antics, they're going to try to give benefit of the doubt to like Bruce Arians and Tampa Buccaneers because Bruce Arians hasn't shown like anything, at least from what I know, that he's just like all over the place. AB's been showing it. So then later people are like, well, is it really AB or is it them? So to me, like I said in the beginning, I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a lot to own up on, on this type of situation. And honestly, as, as, as an athlete, we push ourselves through, exactly. you know, exactly. injuries a lot. And sometimes the coaches like, hey, just take that stuff up and go, and we'll just listen. But when you're making millions like that, and then at the end of the day, no one else is going to be taking care of you, but, like, maybe your family or whatever, you kind of just like, hey, I'm hurt. Like, nah, I'm, I'm good. So, to me, that when he said that, I was like, or the text and stuff, I was like, ooh. Well, now it's getting deeper, and there might be something underlying it. Like you said, he, he's talked about other people before, and, you know, come to light. It's just that he doesn't get the same, like, benefit of the doubt as other players or even other coaches would because of the way he's done in the past. Right, because of his antics. I agree with that. I agree with that. And that's unfortunate because the truth should just be the truth regardless of, of the messenger, but... You know, he, he does shoot himself in the foot a lot with how he goes about it. And, you know, if he walks off the field without a without a show on Sunday, this might be a different type of conversation we're having. So I definitely feel that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so real quick, before we let you go, uh, two things. I, I know a huge Lakers fan, as, as uh, I am, as you are. So 
it's not looking great for us right now. LeBron is is he's playing great, and I think we've seen this uh, a stretch of him scoring you know thirty something points for I don't know how many games, but um, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And then also too, we got rid of Rondo, which I was happy we got him, but when you get Westbrook, there's not really much room for a guy like Rondo. So, what are you thinking right now as far as where we're at as as Lakers and and where are we going from here? Ah, uh, man. It, it's just been tough, bro. <laughs> like, it's just hard to watch, especially now that I live on the East Coast. When these games are popping on, oh, I'm, like, I'm going to sleep. Man, I live, we, we live in – man, I'm, I'm not – before. I'm, I'm out before the game starts. But <laughs> anyways, go right, ahead. Like, it, it, it's tough. But, yeah, for as for Lakers, man, like LeBron can – like I said, he only could do so much. Like I, I was excited about the whole Westbrook thing, but it's just it, – it's not really working. So I, honestly, if they can, you know, sneak into the playoffs and, you know, by that time have gelled enough to be able to, you know, get a seven seed or whatever it's going to be, then cool. But you're still going to run into a juggernaut. Like, it's, exactly. it's going to be tough to be able to make it work. So it's like, like I said, it's been hard to watch because it's just like LeBron is doing whatever he can. And unfortunately, it's just like he's not having the horses around him because all the games are, it's no defense. So it's like you're gonna have to outscore the other guy because we're not gonna play defense. <laughs> like, yeah, so right. it, it, it's just really, it's really tough to watch. And like I said, hopefully if they can be able to squeak in, like, and but somehow miss, miss the Suns, then it, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's the halfway mark is is right around the corner, so we'll see how it goes. But um, last thing before you go, Super Bowl predictions. Who do you got? I know it's gonna be hard man. for you to say the Cowboys right now, Frankie. <laughs> but go ahead and say it, man. I know it's hard. Well, it's not that hard, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if we, we, we go to the facts, it's like, hey, man, you better not trust your boy Dak in this position right now. Heck no. <laughs> when, when that defense don't get turnovers, that's a whole different thing. Oh, yeah. um, so when I'm looking at a prediction-wise, the AFC, I don't even know who wants to who, who wants to win that. that conference. I don't know. <laughs> so if, if, that, if I could say anyone AFC... You know, King Henry is coming back for Tennessee, but I, I will have to lean more to the Chiefs still, just because they they've been there, done that, and they know how to kind of rally at the end. So I would say the Chiefs. Sorry, Marlon, the Chargers still got to be trying to get in. So can't really yeah. talk about Chargers. Yeah. Um, and in the NFC, man, there's I don't want to say it, but from a total team package, I'll have to say the Rams. And the only reason why I say the Rams is because they they do have, like I said, on all all levels on the defense, they they got playmakers that can be able to turn over the game like nothing. And now you got Stafford. Stafford's played in Lambeau. Like if they gotta go to Lambeau, it's not it's not a problem. It's yet. not he's, he's not played there out. every year. He's, yeah, he played every day, every year, and it's not a problem to go for him to go outside. <laughs> so when I think about their offense with I don't know who's stopping Cooper Cub, OBJ is kinda coming on yes. now. I don't okay. trust the Packers defense. So, if I'm trying to pack his defense, I got to go with Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey to be able to kind of do a thing. So, I'm saying Rams and, and Chiefs, but like I said, the way the league has happened this year, like like I said, man, the Chargers off to Houston. Like, come on. Like, it right, doesn't right, right. really matter. Like, okay. People yeah. can get beat. No, yeah. it could, oh, yeah, on yeah. either side, it could be like a, a four or five seed that makes the that make the Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah. Because everybody yeah. can be beat, and they've all, everybody has shown it. Except for the Packers, yeah. really. But the Packers have had some terrible games, too. 
Yeah, close, close game. So, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it all plays out. And like I said, a couple upsets in the, in the first round and whatever. We'll see what happens. Yeah, cool. Hey, man, we'll appreciate you joining. And uh, good luck to you in the playoffs. And, and good luck to our Lakers. Hey, no, I'm not going to say good luck in the playoffs because we might play off. But good to talk to you, bro. Always love. Hope the family oh, yeah, as well. Man. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, happy New Year to y'all too, man. Show family love. All right, man. Have a good one. I'm in later. Hey man, Speak. I, go ahead. I just wanted to shout out. I forgot I had this hat. Uh, Parks and Normal, my boy Yellow Nguyen, uh, back in Dago with the fire. San Diego State Classy with the trolley. Tony Gwynn, uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, the gas lamp, a good Cali Jeez. burrito on there. Yeah, yeah, USA yeah. out. Oh, and the Coronado Bridge, man. So shout out to Parks and Normal, Stay Classy. How can you even bring me a hat? Uh, they yeah. actually got some. They got another one releasing that I want. It's it's a Heisman edition, so it got Reggie on there, got uh, take you Marcus know. Allen. Oh, okay, you got me all the San Diego Heisman's. You got nah, me. It has like sixty dollars. Man, I was sixty dollars. But y'all That's should go cop one. Is that who this episode is brought to us by? Parts right, normal. There you go. All right, all right. Um, speaking of OBJ and 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 Stafford, I we I think we've did maybe one or two episodes since um, the Odell okay. signing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, I'm happy for him. Y'all know I've been saying Odell's top five, you know, for the longest. You call me crazy, call me whatever, but I, I still feel that he's had <laughs> what? Yes. He's oh, asking the comments again. He said, "Can you explain a little more who Tony Gwynn was?" Nah. Um, but no, I'm just, I'm just happy for him, man. I'm, he, he has, he's in a good place. He's in, he's had a, a one of the best arm throwing quarterbacks that he's had in his whole career. Um, will you agree with that? Yeah. Or you want to, okay. I don't know if you want to fight for Eli Manning or not. Um, so, I mean, I'm just happy for him. So, yeah, the Rams, I mean. Eli Manning, he, he does throw touchdowns like Sherbert. Uh, no. Don't, Eli don't Manning, Eli Manning has never, and you can ask this to anybody. <coughs> There's nobody that will say that Eli Manning has an arm like Justin Herbert. No, I say he throws touchdowns like him. He don't care about his arm. I'm just saying. So speaking speaking of the Rams, um, we, we our next guest on him and Marlon. This is ongoing beef. I think it's squash. I don't know if it is yet, but it's an ongoing beef. It's been going on way back since uh, 2019. Actually, no, 2020, 2019. I don't know. Anything pre pre pandemic never happened. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike joins us. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? What's going on, fellas? Marlon, Marlon. Can I say hi to Est out there in TV land? I know he's uh, tuning in. Oh yeah. What a kid, but. What a kibitzer he is, Marlon. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Too much. How are you guys doing? doing good, hey, we're doing good, good, man. 30, 37 yeah. degrees out here. So, and the windshield, it feels uh, like it's negative like 20. Yeah. It's probably 73 Marlon, out uh, there. I saw you had that Padre hat on. So, it's about today's a beautiful day out here, man. You know, it's you guys remember those days. It's in that kind of high 60s. It's been rainy and cold out here, though, believe it or not. That's what my mom's so been saying. Nice it's been day. raining a lot back home. Yeah, so we got a nice day. It's one of those great days you guys would love back in the day, I know. Yeah. And you guys are cruising around North San Diego County, wherever you're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've been down uh, at S- Huntington Beach. S-, S said in the comments, let him know when you're you're done. So he's he's hopping out there. <laughs> so you get back on. Yeah. So, uh, so Mike, so I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to hop into this first. They yeah, were, go for it. They were saying that. That the because of we don't know where COVID's gonna be a month from now in California yeah. specifically you know L.A. Inglewood area so they're saying that uh, they asked for uh, Dallas to be a possible Super Bowl location so 
I mean, wh- how how is it? How is COVID? You know, right now, and we know it's bad right now. But do you right. feel it getting to the point to where they're going to start limiting capacity in some of these stadiums? I think they might. I don't. I mean, all I know is, you know, if you're going to games, you know, like let's say Staples, let's say, you know, you got to show the vaccination, you got to show your vaccine, crypto, 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 crypto. Yeah. Com. Oh, crypto. Yeah, right, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> The crypto.com. So the Rams, though, they haven't been limiting anything. And I know you got to show the proof. you got to win the card. Understand. And it's gotten a little bad recently. The schools I hear is getting bad. All sorts of cases. You guys know what's going on. And I don't think it's any. Listen, it's bad here. I'm sure it's bad there. It's bad all over. So it's kind of funny how they approach this, right? They're like, well, we're going to have more restrictions here. But then you can move to Dallas and have no restrictions. I mean, aren't we all the same? Exactly. Kind of yeah, it's the same, same kind of danger. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, the sa- it's the same disease. It's, it's the same virus out here dumb. as everywhere else. Trust me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's okay in Texas, but 80000 there. But in L.A., we're only going to put 40000 I'll right? tell you what. <laughs> what are we doing here? Whatever politician turns away the Super Bowl and the multi-million dollar weekend that it brings yeah. will guarantee yeah. himself not being reelected next year if that, or whenever the next election is. And, there, and you know out here, guys, I mean, this has been going on. They've been planning this for a while. I mean, this is, you know, it's so fun. It's a Super Bowl. I'm sure people have the plane tickets. They have the hotel rooms. I mean, it, it, this would be a big blow if they did that. And I don't know. I'm like, when would they do They can't do it, like, last minute. They'd have to do it soon. I don't know. They keep saying that this contingency, but who knows at the NFL. You know, they want to make every possible dollar. Yeah, no, that, and that's that's political suicide for somebody's career if they do that. Well, the but, weird thing about SoFi, guys, because, you know, it's kind of a weird construction. It's considered indoor and outdoor, just yeah. the way the stadium is. Right. So I don't know if that's playing in all this, you know, that whole thing, but it's just come up, what, the last couple of days. We'll just yeah. have to keep an eye on it, but so, I sure hope it doesn't move. So we gotta we got to see the Super Bowl so yeah. far. So let's go ahead and jump into your uh, your division, the NFC West. Mike's is a huge Rams fan. Um, you guys are playing the, the Niners. Uh, it would have been so perfect for sports if you guys were playing the Cardinals. Winner takes the division and all that. So, I mean, are, are you confident in, in whoever you play, wherever you play going forward? I mean, the offense looks like it's clicking. Um, the right. defense is getting a little bit better. Um, you know, yes. obviously it's not the Brandon Staley defense of, you know, a few years ago. But how are you feeling as far as going forward with the, with the defense or with the, with the whole team in general? Well, I'm glad you brought up the defense one because actually, and I told I was telling Shy and I don't know what call it was this week. One of my calls to him, <laughs> like that. You know, the defense has been really good. They've been better because it started out really bad, right? I mean, they were getting so many chunks of yardage, but recently they buckled down. I don't have the stats or anything in front, but they they've looked a lot better. Like last week, you saw that last drive. I saw it against the Ravens. The Ravens could have got in and iced the game. They had a first and goal. They couldn't get in. And they kicked a field goal, made a five-point game, and Stafford came down, made a great throw to OBJ, then a touchdown. So the defense has been the key to me. I mean, they've they been much better. And Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald. You know, he's playing, you know, great as usual, and Floyd's getting some sacks. And Von Miller even had him last week. My- you know, so, yeah, so they, they've looked good. OB- and the team itself, I mean, losing Woods was was tough. And then Cam Makers, beginning of the year, and now Cam's coming back incredibly. And OBJ's look good. He's filling in nice. That's what I've said. I, I think I, he's I, been really right. good. I think, I, it's, surprising I think it's, it's almost people. like a, like a whole new player, new new system, new offense. Hey, go ahead. Go hey, ahead, I just want to jump in. You, you brought up that last drive against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a backup quarterback that you were losing to in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and I mean, that game goes a lot different with Lamar Jackson yeah. at QB. 
Hey, seeing what Hunley you got a play who's on the field. But you know what, though? He's a pretty darn good backup, don't you think, though? No, he's, he's, he'll that, go somewhere. That, yes, good. definitely. He, he's yeah, under, he I can hear go him. start in, in Denver and Houston. There's a couple places he can probably go get a job next year. Miami might be yeah. one of them, too. Oh, two is yeah, he's a you. No, I get you. Oh, I mean, listen. Oh. Right. We're playing the backup, and they looked awful. You know, that three th- that's two games in a row. There's three turnovers, right, by Stafford. So it kind of leads me to this. You know, pretty much the Rams in the playoffs to me. Okay, first of all, they got the Niners this weekend. That beat those Niners in five straight games. We got to finally beat them. I mean, it's been rough. This don't match up well. Now, the now if the Niners, if you guys beat the Niners, Niners can still make it. Number is that is that well? Is that unless no, if we beat the Niners, I believe that the Saints lose. Don't the Niners still get in though? Possibly or no? Uh, well, no, know. because the Saints, because the Saints are right there too. So I, it could be a case right. that if the Niners lose, they're out. But I think it depends on the Saints. So if the Saints lose, Correct. the Niners make it in, maybe. No, no, no. I think if the Saints lose, that's a good question. I think if the Saints lose, Niners lose. I think the Niners still. So I think the Saints have to win. The Niners Saints lose. Sound like right. that, but for the Rams, though, it's a number two seed, so right. it's huge, right? And that means two playoff games at home, right. so that would be huge. That would really—it's a big game for them. I mean, really, it's a huge game. So if they could get those two games at home, the only game I really worry—I mean, like who knows in this year? Because your last guest said it. It's week to week. I mean, you, Marvin, you know, you guys look terrible one week. You look great the last couple. We looked yeah, terrible in the middle. You can't predict this, and you guys are talking about it. Who knows? But yeah. the one game that bugged, the one game that worries me would be at Green Bay, just because. The Rams historically, guys, and I go back way, way back as Marlon knows. Like back in the forties, yeah, we know. Roman Gabriel, uh, dude, I'm so nah. but yeah. they do not play well in cold weather, and, and I mean it's just the way it is. It's probably a Southern California thing. So to go back and Green Bay, if it's really cold, I'm not saying they can't do it, but that's the game that would worry me. But this year, any other game, I would. I mean, so Arizona. Marlon, your Cowboys, I think, I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. Every, every, every uh, game is winnable in the NFC playoff picture, to be completely honest. I yeah, think the Eagles are the only yeah. team that probably goes into that playoff, into that wild card, not expecting to win. But they'll be loose, right? They'll yeah, be loose. Yeah. No one expects it. And how good is Hurts playing? I mean, I always thought that guy's a winner. I liked him ever since, you know, Bama, then he transferred. And he's just a winner. So he's the kind of guy that wins games. So. The Rams have a good shot, you know. I mean, they have a good shot. 12 wins is 12 wins. It's a damn good year. Here they are, 12 wins. are going to play the stupid 17th game, which I don't, I don't know why the NFL added an extra game. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of that. So, they could have won the division. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of weather, and I'm going to switch over a little bit to the, to the AFC, that's one thing. If, if we get in, my mm-hmm. biggest concern is playing in some of these cold-weather teams. Because, yes, Kurt Herbert played in, um, in Oregon and, and this and right. that, but – Oregon wasn't isn't that cold. It gets cold, but it doesn't get frigid. It don't, it don't get yeah, East Coast cold. Yeah. It doesn't get like That's frigid, good. frigid cold sometimes. So I mean, right. I'm just kind of looking at it like going to and, and with Tennessee right now. Let's say who knows we win our game, and if Tennessee's still the one, we go to Tennessee or Kansas mm-hmm. City. So, all these are out. They're they're all cold places to if play. If you guys so. get in, you got to play Kansas City and then Tennessee. We have we'd have to play. Who knows where it's going to play out? Let's say if we get in at the seven and everything stays the same, we go to Kansas right. City. <laughs> we, we, we go right. to Kansas City, and then from there we go to uh, Tennessee with Derrick Henry back. So we're we're on the road. We're not going to play in a dome unless 
the Colts somehow make it to the champ, you know, make it to the AFC Championship beat, game with you. Right, right. So it's I'm, so speaking of weather, I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. conf, or, uh, comfortable, confident, whatever you want to say uh, as far as going forward with that. So it's going to be ugly. Although last or two, three years ago, we did go to Baltimore and win in Baltimore. Walker Weekend. That's right. So that's that's one. But she played against who? Baltimore. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You got and then you got made him do what? Pass, right? Lamar Jackson is a great oh, God. quarterback. That's pretty uh, yeah. good. So Mike, the so, Super Bowl. Did you play road games that year too? Way back when? With Bobby Ross. I forget your guys' was path that year. Oh Lord, here you go. Remember right. that, Marlon, when you guys got there with Ross and who was your quarterback again? What's his name? Stan Humphreys? Humphreys. Did you play some road playoff games? Oh, we don't know. Oh, I don't know, Mike. I don't have that. They lost by 50 in the Super Bowl. We just remember that part. I know. The Super Bowl. I'm trying to remember. Oh, they beat the Steelers. I think you might. So, you know, like you never know what's going to happen. In football, one game, anything could happen. Marlon. So, you just got to quit worrying about that. Just go play the game. Hey, Mike. Cool. Sorry sorry to cut you off, bro. But we're talking about records. And Herbert set the record um, for the Chargers. Do you know that Jerry yeah. Rice set a Super Bowl record against the Chargers. He had five touchdowns against you guys that year. 94. I'm sorry to leave, Mar. I'm really sorry to let Mar. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to bring up that. He's been talking about records today. Mike, Mike, tell me what you think. What do you think about Justin Herbert? Tell, just tell me what you think about him. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. Look, he's, he's, he's going to be a good one. I mean, a little inconsistent this year. Some of the games were bad. He's going to say you hate him. Young. We're going to no, edit that out. We're going to edit that I'm out. Gonna, he's going to say you hate him because you're being honest. I'm going to finish. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> no, he's going to be one of the. T- Look, he's got an incredible arm. He's going to be a great one. I mean, he's, it could be your fan. It could be your Dan Fouts, Marlon. There you go. You never know. I mean, he's got a lot of intangibles, but your team just has to be a lot more consistent. Probably get a little bit stronger. Yeah. And you got to make the playoffs. I mean, this is a year that you expected to make the playoffs, but you got to tell. Listen, that, that's. I think you could win the game. I think you should win the game. At Vegas, but you know with that with that with that game, it's just crazy. You just never know what's going to happen in that rivalry. Yeah, anything's possible in those two teams. I just wish that game was in Oakland. Don't uh, you? I mean, uh, Vegas. Uh, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm, hole, I'm okay. I'm okay with this new. No, let's it, go it, to it, Oakland, so, Alameda. The, you so, remember that the baseball, the dirt on the ground. So Est is actually yeah. in the comments <laughs> right now, and I actually hit him what up and say? asked him if he wanted to go to the uh, to the game. And he said he may have his kids, so I was like, "All right, cool." So we're we're probably going to plan for you know maybe another year, whatever the case is. But um, mm-hmm. but when we were looking at these tickets, well, when I was looking at the tickets about a month right. or so ago, they were already about two hundred and eighty. The the cheapest tickets were like two eighty, so it was already you know pretty ex- wow. expensive tickets. But I mean, yeah. I thought it would have been a crazy experience. But um, yeah, now that we're flexed to the the Sunday night game, um, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So before you go, Mike, Super Bowl predictions, who you got? I was thinking about that one. <laughs> How about this one? How about Rams Bills? You know, the Bill the, you know, the Bills could do it. The Bills have that kind of like uh, Allen's great. You know, they'll have a home great. game or so. You know, they could definitely great get is there. A, Let's yeah, I, I don't know if I say great. They could get there and the Rams could get there. But then again, you could have Chiefs Packers, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's a lot of teams. I mean, to me, the NFC, I don't think you put the cards in there. They're kind of up and down. But I guess you could throw those five teams in, right? The Rams, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Cardinals, and the Bucks. But the Rams beat the Bucks twice already. And then on the AFC, you're, you know, the AFC is really wide open. God, it really is. The Chiefs, I mean, the Eagles looked okay. They're not great. You guys, you're anybody in the AFC, I guess. 
<laughs> that I makes the playoffs. Anybody makes the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think maybe, like you say, in both conferences, maybe everybody but the Eagles, but who the heck knows, man? Yeah. We've seen weirder things. We'll see. Facts. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Hey, man, appreciate you for joining, man. And uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm rooting for – I'm an Odell fan, so I'm, I'm somewhat secretly rooting for the Rams in the, in the NFC. I love, I love what he's done. And Marlon, go Lakers, man. Don't give up on him yet. We'll yeah. talk about that another time. All right. Yes, we will. All right, man. You have <laughs> a good one. All right, guys. Take All care. Right. Happy New Year. Good All talking right. to you guys. You do. Bye-bye. You know, you're, you're, you just told millions of people that you're going for the Rams. It's not a secret. In the man. NFC. It's not a secret. I'm secretly going for him. I just said I'm secretly going for him. Not a secret. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. Man, I oh, I got to show you this. Uh, uh, our year, our last year recap. So I just wish I can see the pl- how many like actual streams or plays. Not a stream, but a plays that we have. But I can see downloads. Mm. Surprisingly, this is. I showed my wife this this morning. We've had our most downloads in 2021 from Colorado, a city in Colorado. That's what's up. I got people out there, man. You know, I used to live out That's there. That's probably what it was. Okay. Because I was like, I know maybe two or three people in Colorado. Maybe. But yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, Shout out to Danny. Shout out to my boy Comedy Keith. Shout out to um, my boy Vince. Let's see if I can find Vince, Vince gave me a lot of game, man, about some trucking stuff. Told me to get my son in the gym. I got my son in the gym yesterday. I'm working on this jumper right now. Yeah, that's, that's Denver. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, oh, okay. I didn't know if it was. I didn't know where that was. Okay, that's like a suburb. That's like that's like Spring Valley. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. So, um, stop doing that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know people about to be their ears about to be you hurting. Should have gave me another yeah. pin that smile. I like nah, this pin is amazing. I love it. I love this. I, hey, this I take this pin everywhere with me. Don't nobody take this pin. Oh, uh, shout out to shout out to Mrs. Williams for trying to give me nightmares about this scary person in Jamaica that I'm about to go see. What is it? Some girl that likes black men and uh, babe. What is it? She likes black men and she uh, Marla's taking a trip to Jamaica and apparently he's staying somewhere where. Some old white lady likes black no, men. I was trying and... to go play golf there, but I'm scared to now because she sent me this story where is she like buried above ground? What, what what's her name? What is her name? Annie Palmer. Annie Palmer. Annie Palmer that but the, the oh the white witch. The, yeah, the golf course is called the White Witch Golf Course. <laughs> Wait, you didn't answer. Is that her coffin? Hey, that... babe, come talk about Tristan Thompson. What do you think about him? Is isn't he a great man? He's a good basketball player. Yeah, he's got a championship. I don't even know if he's that. I said good. I didn't say great. <laughs> I think he comes off the bench. <laughs> Maybe that's why he has a, a starting spot. He bench. got too much time on his hands. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going. To- Shout out to Tristan for for publicly trying to get his family back together, man. One of them. One yeah, of his family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next, uh, another. It's like an Eagles Day. Eagles Day. So uh, Eric joins us. He was actually the uh, man that predicted last year that before the playoffs happened that the pa- the Patriots, the Buccaneers, go on the road and end up making it to the Super Bowl. Why so, didn't you get all these Eagles um, fans on when we blitzed them earlier in this year? What I mean, I don't know. So Eric joins us. What's Eric, up, man? How I'm, you doing? I'm just messing with you, Eric. <laughs> I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Of course, man. So um, just looking looking at your team now. Uh, you guys have a big game. Of course, you guys are still in if you guys lose, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but looking at the game now, I think it's somewhat of a preview of what could be 
a week, uh, well, wild card matchup. So what are you thinking as far as your game coming up on Saturday? And what are you thinking going forward in the playoffs as far as the Eagles go? Uh, as far as Saturday goes, guys, I think the Eagles are going to treat this more like a preseason game. Uh, they don't really have a lot to play for, whether it's the seven or the six seed. They're good. They know they're going to be on the road the first week of wild card weekend. A lot of things would have to fall into place to play Dallas two weeks in a row, especially the rematch in Dallas. Dallas would have to win. I think Tampa, the Rams, and Arizona all would need to lose. I don't see that happening. The most likely opponent for the Eagles is going to be Tampa. Um, and that, that'd be tricky. That, that's obviously going to be tricky. You know, it's almost like pick your poison. Would you rather the Rams or would you rather Brady and the Buccaneers? You know, I think the Rams are a better team than Tampa. Stafford, you know, is mistake prone. Whereas Tampa, you know, Brady's not going to cost them the game. So it's almost like pick your poison. But listen, guys, the Eagles, they came off a 4-11-1 year last year. They're 9-7 right now. Now, granted, they haven't beaten anybody with a winning record this year. So, I mean, are they a good team? No. But listen, you got to give them credit in the sense that they have a rookie head coach. Jalen Hurts, you know, by the time he finishes this weekend's game, 21 career starts. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith had a great rookie season. So they're heading in the right direction. But as far as, you know, the wild card game, I have a hard time whether it's the Rams or Tampa or, you know, somehow if they even end up playing Dallas for them to make any noise in the playoffs. Uh, so as an Eagle fan, getting into the playoffs is, uh, you know, it's definitely a step in the right direction for them. Right, right, right. So just looking at the actual playoffs in general, I mean, who do you think's getting in? What do you think, uh, you know, who, who's, who's going to make it? Who, what, what matchup will we see going in? All right, so obviously, let's start with the NFC. Obviously, the drama comes down to the 49ers and the Saints for that last spot. What I think is going to happen this weekend is the Rams are going to beat the 49ers. San Fran has beaten the Rams five straight times. Shanahan has obviously had the head-to-head against McVay. I think the Rams obviously going to be a lot more you know, rejuvenated and motivated to end that streak. They're at home. They know if they win this game, they'll be the two-seed, which will get them two games at home in the playoffs before a potential trip to Lambeau. So I think the Rams will beat the Niners, but I think I actually think the Niners will still get into the playoffs because I think my, my upset this, will, this week will be the Falcons over the Saints. You know, the Falcons are at home in this game. That's their arch rival. The Saints, to me, with whether it's Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon, are just not a good offensive football team. So I actually think the Falcons will beat the Saints, and if that's the case, the 49ers back into the playoffs. So I think San Fran ends up making it over New Orleans when it comes down to that last wild card spot. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be tough. Um, I actually predicted that the uh, Cowboys and the, the Cardinals are actually going to play each other in the wild card weekend mm-hmm. when the Cardinals got blown out by the by the uh, the Lions. So I'm, that's that's what I'm thinking right there. As far as with the we're, as we're looking at the bottom two. It really doesn't matter. They, these two teams aren't going to go on upset either the Rams, Bucks, Cowboys, or whatever the case is. Like, um, you know, I, I personally feel as a, as Marlon is a Cowboys fan, so I personally feel a little bit better if the Cowboys were play. You know, if if they played the Eagles, you know, two weekends in a row, um, I, I think that's going to probably be their best match versus playing, you know, Arizona or possibly the Rams. I actually don't mind a Cardinals matchup. Like, it's hard to beat somebody twice in two weeks. So, right. Uh, and we didn't play well at all against them and lost by a field goal. So Yeah, uh, yeah and I'll say, I'll say one thing. As an Eagle fan, that's the least matchup I want is, is, is Dallas two weeks in a row, especially going back to Dallas. 
I think the Eagles match up better with Tampa or even the Rams to a certain degree than it would be Dallas. So that's the least, that's the one one matchup I would like to avoid. But I'll tell you one thing: I think you guys are right in the sense whether it's the Eagles, the Saints, the Forty ers the bottom of the NFC, five, six, seven. I don't think any of those teams are going to make any noise in the playoffs. Whereas in the AFC, the five, six, seven, whether it's Indianapolis, the Chargers yes. if they beat the Raiders, or the Raiders over the Chargers, whatever, whatever transpires in that game. You know, the Patriots as a five. I, you know, one through seven in the AFC, to me, is fascinating. That's where the drama in the playoffs, in my mind, begins. You can make a case for any team getting hot in the AFC. So I'll be interested to see how things play out. But, uh, you, know, I just, you know, before I give you my predictions with the AFC, I just want to hear yours. What do you guys think from the AFC standpoint? Man, of course. I, I, I think that if, if we just – when we lost against the Chiefs, I don't think we when we played Houston we just weren't we, we weren't there we were you know we, we had a lot of COVID issues a lot of injuries we we no excuse but mentally we just weren't there we, we weren't in that game but when we played the um, the Chiefs Derwin James was hurt a lot in that game Austin Eckler was hurt a lot in that game so uh, when we saw Travis Kelsey go off. Derwin James wasn't on the field all the times he went off. He wants to and know who's going to win the AFC. I know. I have to give some. Does. I have to give some background. I have to give some background. You know, you got to start with the bottom and go to the top. Oh. Okay. So, which brings me to my point: if if we're able, which I think we're all healthy, I haven't heard of anything about anybody getting on COVID. Um, if if we can just come and play our game, not get too cute, not go for it on fourth down all the time, I think we have a great shot. Do you guys even at, have a kicker? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't play much because your coach does always go for it. I mean, that's – and I'm okay with that because Anthony Lynn, you know, uh, Mike McCoy, we've had guys that would never go for it. So I, I'm okay with that. So, um, And, Marlon, Mar, let me say one thing. As somebody on the East Coast who doesn't get a chance to see the charges on TV, and obviously the Red Zone, you see them through the Red Zone channel, um, you know, over the years, the, 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 the drama with the Chargers kicking game every single oh, season, man. It, it, it is absolutely, you know, from, from, from a far, from, you know, like I said, from the East Coast, it is almost comical. Like, there's always something going on with their kicking game. Always. So I don't, I don't, I don't blame the fact that, uh, that they're going for it a lot more on fourth down this year because their kicker in a big spot never comes through. Right. And that's, and that's what I've always wanted. So when you see, you know, Chargers, if we're able to get this win, let's say if the Colts sneak in. Um, I think we're going to see some upsets. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be us that's getting the upsets. But we're going to see upsets, whether it's the, you know, the Patriots-Bills. I hope we see that matchup. Or the Colts-Bills. Uh, or I'm sorry, the Colts-Bengals, whoever it is. We're going to see some upsets. If everything stays the same, we go to Kansas City, which I'm okay with that matchup. I'm okay with playing three AFC West teams back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I mean, this is, this is what we want, so we're, we're going to do it and go for it. So coming out of the AFC... I said this earlier, uh, Marlon, you can attest to this, when it was 4 or 5, when week 4 or 5, oh, when the Chiefs were just doing horrible, everybody said they're done, they're done. I said that the Chiefs will find a way, they'll figure it out, they'll end up back in the Super Bowl. That's still my prediction. Um, my preseason prediction was the Chargers and the um, and the Chiefs. That probably won't happen as far as the, the AFC Championship. Um, but I do think the, the Chiefs and Green Bay, that was my preseason prediction. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with that. So you went on that whole soliloquy no. about the Chargers <laughs> just, just to say that the Chiefs are going <laughs> Anything's possible. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but man. I, got, who you got? I got the Chiefs or the Patriots. The Patriots is kind of my dark horse in this whole thing because 
They got the mad scientists. Those are just the two teams I trust the most. I trust the Chiefs quarterback the most. Okay. And I trust the Patriots coach, coach the most. Um, so that's my AFC championship game. And on the other side, I think that the Cowboys lose to somebody in the AFC, in the NFC championship. I don't know whether it's the Packers, the Rams, or the Bucks, but I want to say you said in the NFC championship because you didn't have the Cowboys making it all the way. So I think it was Cowboys and the Bucks. Yeah, because in the NFC championship, I don't like the Packers. Like I know they have the best record in the league, and they have Aaron Rodgers, who I love, but. Like, I watch their games, and usually I'm a red zone guy, but I actually watch a lot of Packers games for whatever reason, and they don't like they don't look like they're just dominating teams to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't look like they're scary. They're just good, and they and they don't mess up, which is a sign of a great team, so I don't know why, but... So, Chiefs and the, uh, and the Bucks? Chiefs and the, and the... I don't think it'll be the Bucks. I think it'll be the Rams now. Mm. I think the Bucks Because they lost Godwin, too, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, Godwin's out, and then and he got AB out. So what is it, Scotty Miller and Mike, and, uh, Evans. Mike Evans? That's yeah, your, your main two. I don't think that that gets it. Resurgence there. of Le'Veon Bell. So I think that you, you know the you know the key thing with Tampa is to me is on the defensive side of the ball with uh, Levante David and Shaq Barrett. If those guys if those guys aren't healthy, you come playoff time. You know, I think they'll be I think they'll be good enough to beat the Eagles or you know whatever uh, you know. If it's the Eagles or the 49ers in the first round, but I, I don't see Tampa making a lot of noise this year. Um, you know, I'm I'm with you guys. You know, I'm taking the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. I, I just think it's very hard back to back years to lose an NFC title game in your building. Uh, obviously, Tampa went went there last year, winning three road playoff games. Is Rogers really going to lose two in a row at home come Championship Sunday? I just I just don't see it. I know the Rams would probably give them the toughest matchup. They played the they played in the divisional round last year. Packers, you know, won that game comfortably. So I think maybe it'd be a better fight. Obviously, you know, you know, with Stafford being there as opposed to Goff. But I still, I still, I still think the Packers are getting to the Super Bowl. And they might, listen, they might not play the best game. They might not look like the best team sometimes. They might not do it with dominance. But somehow, I think they're going to find a way to get to the Super Bowl this year. Rodgers needs this. It's almost like a swan song for him. Who knows what he's going to end up doing next year. And as far as the AFC guys, I mean, like I said, you can make a case for anybody. You know, the one team I don't, you know, the one team I don't like at all is Tennessee, and they might even they might even be the one seed. And I just I don't I don't find them. I, I understand they got they're getting Derrick Henry back. They got the run game, you know. So if it came down to it, I would like a Colts Chiefs AFC title game. Mm. I, can, I, can see, I can see Indianapolis as that wild card team that wins, you know, two road playoff games gets to the title game against Kansas City, and then can they pull off the hat trick to get to the Super Bowl? You know, they're going to lean on Jonathan Taylor. They're going to lean on the, the defense. They're going to try to minimize Wentz making mistakes. I think Indianapolis, if the, if the defense plays well and the running game with that offensive line, they can make some noise in the AFC. But the question is, Mahomes in his building in an AFC title game, will he lose? I don't see it either, so... You know, Indianapolis is my dark horse, but when it's, you know, making a Super Bowl prediction, I'm with you, Packers and Chiefs. I just think the two quarterbacks are too dominant in this type of postseason this year because I don't like the depth of the NFC and the AFC, like I said. You know, you can make a case for other teams, but I, I, I'll stick with Mahomes, though. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's they, they've showed you everything they needed to show you. They won nine straight. They just came up against another team that was they, – they were ready. And I, I, I want to give I – we haven't mentioned Joe Burrow and that offense yet today. And, I mean, they are – they're, they're, that's they're young. That's the champion right there. That's, yeah. a, that's the second-year quarterback I love. 
No, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Wait, wait, I'm with I you. Mean, I agree with you. Are you trying to take shots at Justin Herbert? Is that what you're doing right now? I just gave this man credit. What, who you said, said that's a, so, so there's a second-year quarterback that you hate in, in Justin Herbert? Is that what you're trying to say? There is or? a second-year quarterback that I hate. He plays for the Dolphins. Okay. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. I mean, looking at looking at the Bengals, I mean, they have all the – they have all the weapons. They have everything that you would, you know, want in an office. The offensive line is good. Joe Mixon, I think he's not going to play this week. But, you know, Joe Mixon, you, you have everything. So I do love what the Bengals are doing. And I think for the past, what, 10 off and on plus years, um, they, they've been the laughing stock, essentially, them and the Cleveland Browns of that division. So it's just great to see them actually do decent, win a division, and they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. So they may win a game, possibly two, but we'll see. Yeah, I think the I, I, like I said, I think the only thing that may hold the Bengals back is that playoff inexperience. I mean, sometimes sometimes you got to lose before you know you need to experience what it's like in the postseason. You know, if they get a really cold, windy day in Cincy and Burrow can't swing, swing the ball around to Jamar Chase, and they got to lean on that defense. I mean, their defense is not that good. So I can see, like I said, I can see somebody you know bleeding the clock with a, you know, a big power running game like a Jonathan Taylor, and that might be able to limit the, what Burrow can do. But listen, if, if Burrow swings the ball around like he's been doing the last couple of weeks, and that offense is clicking on all cylinders come wild card weekend, I mean, they, they could beat anybody. Because what I've seen over the last couple of weeks with Cincinnati, especially Joe Burrow, has been more impressive than I've seen any quarterback all year long. I mean, the guy's going for 1,000 yards in two games. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's gone crazy. But I, I agree with you, man. I just think with them and their inexperience, I do agree with you that they're not that that's going to keep them from making a deep playoff run. But like in these last couple games, it's almost like an ignorance is bliss. Like he doesn't know he's supposed to not like be making these. He's not supposed to be making these plays. He's supposed to be making like errors at the end of games. It's like he doesn't know he's supposed to be doing these things. So um, I don't know. I, I like to watch it, and that kid. You would think that you might put somebody over the top because I don't see anybody else scoring for them. Shout out to right. T. Higgins. I don't want to be disrespectful. He's nice. T. But Higgins, Chase. I mean, they got uh, uh, Tyler no, Boyd. But Chase like, is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, and guys, that's why I'm saying the, the AFC playoffs is, is so much more fascinating than in the NFC because of all the different teams in it. They're all equally balanced. I mean, obviously Mahomes could be the X factor, but one through seven, you can make an argument for anybody, and I would not sit here and tell you you're crazy. You know that? Facts. Yeah. I like it. So before you go, just can you just let our audience know what you're a huge, you know, football guy. You know football college level to the to the NFL. What do you feel of, of Justin Herbert? What do you what do you think about a great quarterback like that? Marlon. You can- I I, I think Justin Herbert is fantastic. I mean, if you, I mean, if I could have him for my team, I'd take him any day of the week. See, you know, the one, the one thing I think you need to win Super Bowls and be a really good quarterback is you have to have the accuracy and you have to have the pocket awareness. Herbert has all that. All right, he's got the big arms, tall quarterback. I mean, those are the guys, Those are the type of guys that win Super Bowls. You know, Mahomes. You know, Herbert. I mean, guys that can swing the ball around and have the awareness. You know that that the consistency, you know, arms arms throw and the speed. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Justin Herbert, and you know, like I said, he, you know, he if he gets the help that he that? needs. I mean, if they if they're healthy on the defensive side of the ball, and I'm not even talking about just this year, years to come, fifteen years down the road, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, they, he, I mean, he's just coming into his own now. I mean, can you imagine Justin Herbert three, four, five years from now? 
you know, you know, it, it could be Mahomes and Herbert, you know, going at it, you know, in AFC title games back to back, right? You know, it, you know, so I mean, Justin Herbert to me is a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping we can. Uh, I'm hoping we can, you know, make something happen uh, this weekend, Sunday night. It's going to be a good game, so we'll see what happens. But uh, as always, I appreciate you joining, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon, man. I appreciate you guys having me on anytime, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right. You know, we did see the Eagles win a Super Bowl after 50 years of nothingness. So it's not it's not out of nowhere. You know, the Chargers could do it. Yeah, and I mean, it's not I, – I, I don't want to – and not once have I come out and said, and you can attest to this, I've said – You said that he was the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Who? Herbert. And I've never <laughs> said, said that. That did I say he was the greatest first quarterback ballot. ever played the game? I never said first ballot. I said he is a Hall of Famer. Isn't that right, babe? Sure. Yeah. Do you know where the Hall of Fame is? She don't need to know. She just know that's where he's going. She thought she meant Pro Bowler. She thought, she thought that's what you meant. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get to our last guest, man. We roll it, man. It's been a, a great episode ninety one. We got to figure out what we're doing for our hundredth episode. Come on. Marlon, what's up, Marlon? Say so. So hey, now, hey, now hey. joins us. He is the. Uh, we haven't had him on in in, in a while. Um, the oh, or, original original OG. Um, he can name off anybody from any draft class. You name a number, he'll he'll shoot him out there. Um, you know, big Falcons fan. He's one of the main reasons why I always say MVP Matt Ryan is coming back. Which MVP Matt Ryan has never come back. He's he's a huge Atlanta Hawks fan and a huge Georgia fan, so he joins us now. What's up, Doc? How you doing? I'm doing fine, brother. Good to talk to you all again. Happy New Year. God bless you. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, too, Doc. Got a big one on Monday night, man. My Georgia Bulldogs try to exercise that demon called Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide, and I think we'll do that, man. It's hard to go undefeated during a regular season in college football. You got 13 or 14 games. and Payback, man. Payback's the bitch, and we're going to do it. I believe in Stetson Bennett. We got size, speed on the defensive line, and we got just enough playmakers on offense to score some points against the Alabama defense, you know. And uh, I'm predicting a score of 31-27, Georgia, Monday night. Tune in. Okay, and I was, I was getting ready to ask, are, are you nervous? But I guess you're not with with that score. So, I mean. No, no, I'm beyond nervous, to be honest with you, man. <laughs> they, they, yeah, yeah. You know, they, 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 they know us and we know them, you know. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. We've got to beat the beast. And I think it's our time now, fellas, to exercise some demons. You saw Michigan finally pull through against Ohio State. And uh, you saw my Atlanta Braves pull through against the L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers owned us all through the years in the playoffs. And we ended up winning all. So why not us, you know? There's several sports instances where teams break through and finally end the curse. And I think Kirby Smart's addition of this year, because of Jordan Davis, 6'7", 370, or 36, whatever the case may be, we're going to bring it, man, on the defensive line, you know? The Heisman Trophy win is no joke now. But I'm here to tell you, fellas, that uh, it's Georgia's time to shine, you know, because we got five running backs led by James Cook, Dalvin Cook's little brother. We got Zamir White, a former five-star All-American out of the state of North Carolina. We got uh, Kenny McIntosh, who's like a guy out of the back that we could throw the rock to. And we got two tight ends, Brock Bowers, and uh, who's a freshman and a freshman All-American, and uh, Darnell Washington, who's 265 and 6'7". Big targets. 
and uh, we got we're gonna do it, you know. And I really feel that the stage is not too big for this year's team. <laughs> hey, I hope not, because last time you guys lost by like twenty points. So, you know, I'm I'm just hoping that there's. <laughs> I, I, I want to see. I want I want this for you. You know, you, you're my good friend. You know, you're. You're a big, passionate fan, so I want to see something different other than, you know, a 24-41 score, you know? Yeah, I I agree. I agree, brother. And we're going to bring it, too. And I appreciate that, man. It's one of those things where it's time to happen because we got a senior-laden ball club in Athens, Georgia, if you will. There's a lot of experience on that team. Blowing out everybody. Strong defense, and it, too. Strong defense. That, that's me, y'all, kind of calling card all year. So when I saw Bama put up a 40-ball last game, I was kind of surprised about that. Um, yeah. So I yeah. think I think it'll be a, a little bit closer game. I'm, I'm one of them guys. I'm not, I'm not betting against Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, or Nick Saban. But, you know, if, if – he said yeah. he could do it, y'all could do it. It's hard to beat a team twice in, in, in a matter of weeks, so we'll see. That's fair, brother, and I respect that because it is. You know, he is the GOAT among coaches. Some Alabama pe- people still feel Bear Bryant is uh, still the man in Alabama, but Nick Saban is one in the modern era, and it's, it's something to be said in this day and age because you got uh, transfers, Guys transferring at will, and then you got the NIL. Guys like this, they don't get it on campus, they'll go somewhere else. There's a lot of things going on campus these days, and Nick Saban stayed the course. And I just think it's our time, however, to beat the, to beat the Godzilla of college football, if you will. Um, you know, it is what it is. I, I stand by my score, 31-27. Well, <laughs> hey, well, good luck to you. Let's switch over a little bit of NFL. Um, your, yeah. your Falcons, I think they are uh, – they're they're, they're they're not. I think they got um, the Saints. We got the Saints. No, I'm saying your Falcons got eliminated. How many weeks ago? About six, seven, eight <laughs> uh, weeks uh, ago. Uh, we, we got it. We got eliminated officially last week, Marlon. Yeah, we was... lost to Buffalo on the road, okay. and that was a hard, that was a tall task. But we gave away some of the uh, early games early in the year. You know that really hurt us right. when Carolina was tripping with Sam Donald and that quarterback. We lost at the house. We lost to the Washington football team to someone named Tyler Haneke. Those are games you got to win. And conversely, is a new staff, a new coaching staff, and I think the, the rookie tight end, Kyle Pitts, who has not been a disappointment. He's the only star we got, given that Calvin really sat out the whole year with a mental issue thing. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Man, but, I, uh, I, I, I thought he was going to come back. Uh, he, but I guess he just went ahead no, and I took think, away from I the whole mean, season. I think you know? it was kind of like them guys opting out of bowl games. You know, they don't want to get yeah. hurt for no reason. Well, you know then, your team ain't going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, so it's we're like, not in the college football playoff. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and sit out this year. Yeah, but Calvin really is a professional, man. What kind of message are you sending to the younger cats? You know, you're getting paid. I think the owner, Arthur Blankett, is more than generous with your contract. You learned under Julio Jones, you're supposed to be the wide receiver one, and then you pull this mess. Now, again, you know, the mental issue thing is a real deal. But he still got paid, and now for what I'm hearing, rumors that he wants out of Atlanta. Well, you should have told us that, and they would have worked a trade for you. You know, he got team doctors that never diagnosed him. He went to his own people. So that tells me from day one he, he didn't want to be there. But pay the respect to the owner and say, trade me. Julio did it. You know, we would have been fine. But, but to have teammates saying, because you're getting paid and you're a professional, you quit on your team. I can't buy that, brother. I just can't. And see, you know? I, I, don't know, I don't know how much I agree with that. I think that's a lot of, for one, for one, 
I'm going to say this, and I believe this with my whole heart. I wouldn't go to a team physician either if it was something like that. Because what's the doc? That doctor works for the team. The team's best interest is for you to play. So yeah. I would go to a third party, me personally. But if if that's true, if it's a mental health situation, just like we saw in other sports with Naomi Osaki and uh, we saw what Kyrie Irving uh, set out for some mental health, I'm not going to throw Ben Simmons in that because that's a whole different conversation. But yeah. I do – I can appreciate – I can appreciate these athletes putting themselves first because if they don't do it, as we just saw, if what Antonio Brown is saying is true, the team's not going to put them first. So you got to put yourself first regardless of how much money you're making or, or, or what, what the check is that you sign because nobody else is going to do it. And you don't want to be there for your family, for everybody. And, and, and it, it, you know, CT is real and all that stuff is real, but mental health while we're here is real too. So It is real, and that's a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up. But what about respect to your teammates? Your quarterback, Matt Ryan, who you say you love dearly, he's taking care of you behind the scenes. What about the people that your new coaching staff, you know, giving them a shot at some success because you're the wide receiver one? Uh-huh. What about some of the younger people? Because Julio trained you. You learned on them. Why don't you train some of the younger cats to stay the course and be a leader? Because uh, this is your fifth season. That's my take on it. You're still getting paid. He took Mr. Blank's money. And nobody knows nothing. I just don't agree with that, man. You know? Well, well one thing, before y'all let you go, one thing oh. that we, we don't know the extent of it. We don't know yeah. like, why he left. It could have been family. It could have been mental. It, we, we just don't know. So that's the only thing as far as me, you know, just yeah. outside of looking in, we don't know. But, I mean, I can see both sides because, yes, you did sign the contract. And you, you have other players in that locker room that are, like, saying, you know, hey – you are one of the best players on this team. We need you. If you want to get to the ultimate goal to win a Super Bowl, you know, we need you. But also, too, if mentally, if he's not right, if he's not there, you have to take some time away to make sure that you're okay. If I can't, like, if, I, if I'm not the best me, if I can't be there for myself, how am I going to be there for 53 other guys? That's my take on it is, yes, I know he signed a contract. But this, this is the thing about the contract, right? We just saw with the Bucks. That piece of paper can get cut up really fast from the other side. Nobody says a word. So the contract isn't isn't binding to me. I mean, obviously it's binding to you abide by it. But what I'm saying is, if he comes out, and I'll say this, let me get myself out of here. If he comes out and asks for a trade next year, I will come back on here and apologize to you, Doc, and to, to everybody else who disagrees with what I'm saying. But if he comes back and has another great season like we've seen from him before, and he's a better version of himself, I don't mind yeah. it. I don't mind it. But if he comes back and asks for a trade, now I'm like, okay, you right. know, I was wrong. I was giving him too much credit. He That was whack. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I do. That's fair. That's fair. Now, let's get to some of these critical games real quick. You got the Chargers at the Las Vegas uh, Raiders, my wife's Raiders, Raider S's Raiders. And I think the Chargers have a pretty good chance of winning based on the quarterback play of Herbert. This is a big spot. Uh, win or go home. You know, I don't buy into that. Both teams can tie and all this guy. The teams want to win. And I just think that, uh, if the, if the Chargers play defense, Marlon, you know, against Carr, who has limited weapons now, some of the weapons are out of the league, you know, the Chargers can walk out there with a win and convincingly. On the other hand, the pressure's on Carr and them to win at home because, you know, in front of the home base, things have not gone. Their wins on the road at Dallas, at Pittsburgh, to just beat the Colts on the road. So be careful, Marlon. 
it's a game of matchups. You know, I love I love your safety going against their uh, uh, tight ends, and I love your offensive line, especially the rookie. In my mind, the top rookie. Well, no, I can't say that because of Ken Cincinnati, but it's the best left tackle as a rookie that I can remember. You know, with Sean Slater going against uh, Mad Max number ninety-eight. So matchups here. Talk about that matchup and what do you expect? Because I'll be all in. Everybody's watching. It's a night game. Your call. Your call. Yeah, and I knew it would get flexed. I didn't know if it would get Saturday or Sunday night game, so I knew it would get flexed. But I mean, as, as I said this before uh, earlier today, you know, we we've. There were some weeks where we showed up, other weeks where, you know, we just didn't. So I just think it's a situation where we just got to we gotta play. We have to bring our A game. Coaching has to be right. We have to, you know, I think it just, you know, starts with the coaches and on down. You know, Staley has to yeah. call some of the right plays, know when to go for it on fourth down and not just want to get cute and, and go for it when it just doesn't necessarily make sense. So I love the aggressiveness, and we haven't had it in forever. So, I mean, I love it. But... Um, at the end of the day, you know, we have to be smart and we have to realize that we are playing for a game next week. So, um, yes, it's win or go home. So we just could just limit the mistakes, limit the penalties and just, you know, well, I think if go you guys get a win, if you guys get the right referee crew going for it on fourth down will help you guys out a lot. But I, I'm, I'm going to throw a twist in there with the Raiders get a new coach next year. Yeah. Derek, Derek Carr could very well be playing for his job this game. He hasn't he hasn't done much as a Raider, right? You know this firsthand AFC West guy. So, yeah. So with the new coach coming in, do they go? Do they go in the draft and get a quarterback? I mean, do you they, got Mariota back there too. So well, I mean, I don't. He's lost his job in lesser situations, so we're not gonna. I, but I'm saying, do you go out in the draft and try to go find your guy? Do you go trade for a guy? What What do you think about that? Because I think this could be his last game as a starter if he doesn't win it. In Oakland or in Las Vegas, wherever they are. That's a good point, brother. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because the people, the rate of faithful, they're tired of Carr. They're sick of him. He's up and down. Now, they're on a three-game winning streak here, and they did have a big win last week against the Colts, but your point is valid, man. It goes noted. Um, what about the other games, man? My Falcons play the Saints, and if we beat the Saints and the 49ers win, the 49ers are in. So, you know, my 49ers faithful out here on the West Coast, it's pulling for my Falcons. We already beat them on the road, and given that it's the NFC South and a vicious rivalry, and I go, I'm old. I go back to Steve Barkowski versus Archie Manning, Peyton's father. Uh, they don't like us, and we don't like them. But I think we're going to win 24-13 and have the 49ers out. As far as the Rams, Stafford, I mean, I'm not impressed with them. He's a turnover machine. The 49ers have just enough defense and offense on, on well, because of number 19 that uh, they can sneak into L.A., and get a victory uh, with Kyle Shanahan. You know, who, I, I don't care who's playing quarterback. Your take. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Go ahead. I agree with both of those. I think the Saints, they are on quarterback number three or four. Yeah. I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Saints this week and don't care. I think yeah. the Falcons, <laughs> I think you guys are a better team at this point than them. Um, so I do think you guys go get the win. I think Pitts has a big day in his last, home, in his last game um, of his rookie year. And right. I actually, you know, we got some teams here that we're going to pick. And I picked the 49ers to cover at least the spread of, of four. But I do think they can win. I think Debo Samuel can go in there and give him the ball as many ways as you can and let him wreak havoc. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, the, the rest of the running backs. I like that kid. I like I like him. As long Ayuk as Barack yeah. doesn't lose the game for you, I think you got a chance. Oh, he's a beast, man. Ayuk, and so is Samuels. You realize Samuels? 
has over 1,300 yards receiving, and then he has like 400 yards rushing. This cat, when he came out of South Carolina, he, he wasn't even a high draft pick. That shows if you really want it, you can do it. Yeah. What about the other matchups, man? What about uh, Pittsburgh? Can Pittsburgh go into Baltimore and save their season? No. Now, they need help. The no, Steelers. No, I got a lot of no, Steelers fans. No, no, okay. no. They're not going to do it. No, it's, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, for one, I, th- I think, and, and if the we're hearing about the scenario, if the Jags can beat the the Colts, I don't think it would happen. Even though it had to happen in six, seven years, it's not going to happen. I think the Colts will go down there and handle business. We were talking about it earlier, yeah. um, and then it's either us or the or, or the Raiders. I mean, I don't, I don't think because there's a lot of ifs, if ifs can happen. You know, if the Steelers or the Ravens were to get in, so I don't think that. But what I what I did want to talk about. Marlon's Cowboys. I told Marlon that I am I'm worried for him just because I don't want to see him play either the Cardinals or the Rams in that first round. I think his best ma- his best matchup is to go up against the Eagles. I think the Niners would have a Niners have a huge fan base in Dallas, um, but I, I don't know. We're we're, we're going to see. So um, I'm just nervous for Marlon. So what do you think of the Cowboys and and their their possible path to the Super Bowl? What do you what do you think about that? Well, I think that the Cowboys have a great defense with number seven, Diggs, and then they got the obviously the defensive rookie of the year in Parsons. And plus, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, he decided to show up the last few weeks. I think defensively, they can handle somebody like the Cardinals. I kind of beg to differ because Kyler Murray, despite last week's win, he's been shaky down the stretch. Uh, you know, I think the defense is going to carry that team because Dak's been up and down. But if they run the rock and shorten the game with Ezekiel Elliott and, and the, uh, number 20, his name escapes me, Pollard. then they can shorten Pollard. the game. Pollard, yeah. yeah. Pollard. They can shorten the game and rely on a defense. Now, Dan Quinn is not a head coach. He's a garbage head coach, <laughs> but he's an excellent defensive coordinator. Excellent defensive coordinator. You saw that in Seattle. You see it in, a, in Dallas. When you can put Parsons at defensive end at the fire technique and he produces sacks, and then you put him in the middle with Leighton Vander Esch. I'm impressed, man. And he got number seven. Number seven on most teams, Diggs, he's the best defender on this floor. But because of the Parsons playing out of his mind as a rookie, he's the second best guy. Yeah. And I always love number 90, Demarcus Lawrence, man. He decided to show up. And you got some other pieces over there. Uh, now, can the offensive line for Dallas, like Tyrone Smith and all that, he has a back issue. And, of course, Martin. What's the status of the offensive line? Because that's where it all begins. If Dak gets hurt, it's over, you know? And uh, I just think the highlight, I'm not even a Cowboy fan. I got to give them props against Arizona. And so, now, they run into problems against Packers, but I ran, Stafford doesn't impress me at all, at all. Matthew Stafford, he's been having like eight or nine interceptions the last four weeks, killing them. And if you do that against Cowboys, gentlemen, that defense is going to make him pay, especially uh, number seven, Diggs. That's what, you know. that's what I was gonna say. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the league leaders in picks this year, and we got Matthew Stafford is second in the league in picks with 15 thrown. Uh, wow. Tom Brady's on this list. You got uh, Kyler Murray's on the list. So so all I'm saying is when you got a team like the Cowboys who lead the league in takeaways, and quarterbacks like this who like to get a ball up outside of Aaron Rodgers, who probably only has four interceptions this year. It, it gives us a chance. So, I mean, and all these teams are even. None of these teams are world beaters. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. That's so right. I think That's there's right. a chance. I'm not saying we're going to make it to the Super Bowl because we've been too inconsistent. There was a time where at the, if we would have continued to play, I think it was like week six or week seven, how we were playing at that point, 
stayed healthy and consistent, hell, we'd probably be the one seed right now and we'd be looking a lot better. But we didn't do that. So, you know, I don't want to be yeah. I don't want to be one of those, you know, cowboy fans that say, Oh, we're gonna win it all because that's not how I feel. Um, but you, I mean, you're a realist, and yeah. I appreciate that. You had yeah. some devastating losses at home. You know, the ones to the Raiders, and you lost to somebody else. But you own the NFC East. Let me ask you this now. Uh, I, 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 you know, Marlon, you know me. I get into the draft picks. Yep. You know, have you ever seen a kid? And and I go back. I remember Randy Moss coming as a rookie. He was dynamic. But when you see, we see what the kid in Cincinnati doing, and, and you start to see him in the preseason. And he's dropping past 11. He is more than erased any kind of skepticism people had at that time because some people thought they were going to go Panay Sewell to protect the quarterback who's just coming off an ACL. But they picked the receiver, and, man, he is just showing up big time. If it weren't for Cooper Cup, I think this receiver up there, uh, Jamar Chase, will be up there for the MVP. And that might sound crazy, but look at the numbers. 266 and three touchdowns. That's high school stuff, fellas. 266 yards of three and three TDs. You do that in Juco or high school. This yeah. is the league, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I love saw. Randy Moss, and I love the kid Jefferson in Minnesota who, who set the mark and broke Moss's record, but this kid might be the best rookie at that position ever. I'll, Think about I'll, it. I'm glad you brought up uh... – What's Jefferson in, in Minnesota? Because I was going to mention him, but yeah, he had a great rookie year, and this is making that look like chump change. And Randy Moss's record is still for almost twenty years now, so that's yeah, that's definitely some some high praise to both of those kids. But man, I hope that it continues. I wouldn't mind seeing Cincinnati continue to be good. Um, I hate that this has happened kind of at the back end of of of. Uh, What's the running back's name? Mixon. I think, Mixon. I think yeah. the back's back Mixon. into his yeah. kind of peak, if you will. But, yeah, he's been going crazy. He, he, and especially with this extra game. I mean, that's that's one thing. we got to have a, a big caveat with a lot of these records that are getting ready to be broken. Uh, it's it, With this extra game, like right now, Jamar Chase, 79 receptions, uh, 1,429 yards. So he's probably going to – he he. Who knows? He might get sixteen hundred yards. No, he will. That's right. To, but with with the game on Sunday, so I mean, with thirteen TDs, he might get two more touchdowns. So I mean, it's it's just crazy to see. So I, I just wish I really don't like this extra game. I wish they would just keep it the same. Take away that extra preseason game. Take away two if you want to. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm always yeah. for football. But I mean, if if we're gonna really look at records and start dissecting them like that, we gotta look. I mean. There were records that have stood since guys were playing 14 game regular seasons. Yeah. And, Good point. Good point. Like yeah. That. This is just a different style of football that we play now, too. Rookies weren't getting the ball how many, 80 times in their rookie year back when, you know, some of these guys came into the league, some of these receivers came into the league, even Jerry Rice's and guys like that 25, 30 years ago. They weren't throwing the ball like that in NFL yet. You know what I'm saying? No, so, they, that's a good point, brother. I'm glad you brought it up because I like what you're saying, Martin, and I agree wholeheartedly with you. Keep it at 16, but do you put asterisks by these numbers? You know, do you put asterisks by guys going for 5,000 yards passing uh, when it's been done before by Marino and, and Peyton Manning yeah, and then some of the others uh, over the years, Tom Brady? Do you put an asterisk because it's one more game, or do you just say, well, we got to be fair, it's not well, well, because they'll probably keep this for a while. I don't see them changing. I think they're going to keep it this way, so they probably won't. Um, but I just think knowing from 2021 and on, uh, you we have an extra game. So, um, 
But S is in the comments right now. He made a good point. Burrow's not playing on Sunday, so Chase probably will be limited. So, right. I mean, yeah, because I think because they're in, I don't think they're playing. They're just playing for seeding at this point. I don't think it's seeding. I think they're locked. They're a four seed regardless because they won that division. Yeah, that's right. They are. They're locked into that. It's a very good point. What about Cincinnati? Let's talk about how far do you think they can go? Can they steal a game or they're just too young? What about Tennessee Titans? Can they lock up the number one seed knowing that Derrick Henry's coming back? See, to me, they they just as good without Derrick Henry. What's your take on those two uh, teams? Right, Let's keep it in the AFC. That's a great point. I think Tennessee is a sneaky team. Nobody, they're not a team that, that when you look at Sports Center in the morning or whatever the case is, they're never that first team that you talk about. It's always either like the Chiefs or the Rams or the, the Bills or, you know, whoever the case is. But with Tennessee, they're not a, a sexy team. And that's a great right. point. They're, with Derrick Henry, they've been consistently, what are they now, 11-5. and five. So they've still been winning, and they're able to get that top spot. So, But I do think I would see them being one of the most highly teams that could be uh, have a big upset. You know, in the playoffs. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. glad you brought up the point of how well they're playing. I think that when you take away a guy like Derrick Henry, when you have to give him the ball on third and two, when you have to give him the ball on fourth and one, like when you take away that, you kind of open up your offense. But I'm going to fight back against that a little bit because at the beginning of the year, when Julio Jones first signed with the Titans, they were the team. They Everybody was like, this is Tammy Hill's chance. They got A.J. Brown. They got Julio Jones. They got Derrick Henry. Like, that is a formidable offense in the AFC. I mean, you you stack that up against any of those guys, probably the Chiefs have a little bit more weapons, but barely. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't don't know. I think think with with, uh, Julio Jones getting hurt, it kind of knocked him back. And then Derrick Henry obviously got hurt as well. But that is one of those teams earlier on in the year that we were seeing on SportsCenter a lot. Later on in the year, it kind of dropped off and, and, you know, kind of snuck under the radar somehow. Probably because Patrick Mahomes picked it up, but right. I, I do. I think I could see the Bengals almost wanting to drop to a four seed and possibly playing the Titans instead of the Chiefs in the second round. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, brother. The Chiefs are dangerous now. They've gotten there. They were tripping in midseason, but they seem to got to act together now that the, uh, that defensive lineman Clark coming. Let me ask you about Buffalo Bills, fellas. Let's talk. Josh to Allen is teams. not real. They're going to okay. lose the wild card weekend. I, I don't trust Josh Allen. Josh Allen right, is right. Josh Allen's not a good quarterback. I mean, the only thing that will benefit the the Bills is the weather. If they're yeah. playing against a team, let's say the Chargers. Let's say if they're they, I don't know if they were to hop up to the whatever seat. I don't know, but I have right. if if it's this four or five matchup with the, with the Bills and the um, and the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to beat them. I think the, the yeah. I'm I'm just not the biggest Josh Allen fan. He's he's too inconsistent. He's not yeah okay. You could pull up the stats, which is probably what you're looking at right now, Marlon. Josh Allen is he's just not he's not a legit quarterback. I mean he's and I told Did you he this play for the AFC Championship. I told you year? I told you this. He would regress. I told you that Josh Allen had yeah. a great year three. I told you this year he'd regress and yeah, yeah he's and he and he's won his division and he's in the playoffs. Yeah, by, that's by, that's by, fair. by one that's game. Fair. By one game, that's no, it. I, no, I, no. He he actually could if if depending on what happens, the Jets played really good against Tom. But see this, yeah. If, if if the Bills lose, they will lose that division. This is what I'm yeah. saying, Marlon. This is what I've said about Marlon. I've been saying the whole show. Marlon moves the goalposts so much when we're talking about Justin Herbert, and this is why he says I I hate the kid. You do because 
Uh, Josh Allen has been in the playoffs consistently for the past three or four years, putting up numbers, doing all this kind of stuff. And, yeah. and he won't give him any credit. But he wants me to give a kid who, yeah, he can throw the ball 70 yards. Who cares if the, if the receiver doesn't catch it? He's giving him all this credit, and he hasn't done. He hasn't won a play. Ever, been in a playoff game yet, let alone win one. No, he didn't make it last year, and they, 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 we're going to see this year. And we're really, with respect to Josh Allen, he has gone to the AFC Championship game, and he lost to KC. I think they was up twenty-four nothing or something. But they need that running back, Singletary, gentlemen, and yeah. you'll agree. You can't always depend on Josh Allen because he does make dumb mistakes. When you lose to Jacksonville at Jacksonville and Jacksonville worst team in the league. There's always going to be questions about it. He does have a cannon for an arm, but that running game, Singletary, who's been coming along the last few weeks, they, they need, and they got a solid defense too. So I don't know, man, because New England, Bill Belichick is right there. And that, that rookie quarterback, I call him the freshman, he's playing out of his mind to guide his team, you know, to, to where they are now, you know? And you got to get Belichick. A rookie quarterback, man, he's the only rookie that's doing good. The rest of them right now, and it's wrong for me to call him garbage, but I Mike Jones is playing out his mind. Yeah, I wouldn't call him garbage. He's a, he's a decent quarterback. He's just very inconsistent. I think he get he he gets praised a lot. Um, a lot of people say, "Well, wait till he gets a a receiver." He got uh, he got digs, and you know went to the AFC Championship. Yeah, game. that's a hey, uh, grass to him. Congrats to him. I told you in year four he would decline. Uh, but yeah. hey, but he got his contract, so that's that's really all that matters. But uh, yeah. But real quick, so before before we get you out of here, man, Super Bowl predictions. Who do you got? I'm going with uh, – I, I got to go with Kansas City, the obvious choice. I'm going chalk, and I'm going Kansas City, Green Bay, with Green Bay winning. Aaron Rodgers winning it before he leaves Green Bay. Nothing. He might even retire, you know. Uh, I don't know. Because to me, he's saying all the right things. But I'm going Green Bay over KC. You know, you could put uh, some of the other teams in there to sneak in there, but they would have to have a bad game for Green Bay to, not to make it. It's in Lambeau. 19 degrees, 9 degrees, whatever the case may be. As long as they see, I got to go with the, uh, the, the guy, Mahomes, man. He's another guy that can win 85 yards with a flick of a wrist. And when you got Tyreek Hill, fellas, you know, it, it, all things are off. And then the other one, number 17, showed up too, Hardman, or whatever his name is. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they got, I think they got the running back. He's, he's out of protocol. So, yeah. Uh, Real quick on the Lakers. I know you got to run. You're up against it. I right. think the Lakers going to be like a fifth or sixth seed. Don't quit on them. They'll figure it out in the second half starting tomorrow night against my Atlanta Hawks. And I just think that LeBron's not going to let this thing fall apart. Your take? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It's LeBron, I just feel like he's, he's, he's playing great right now in this span, but we, we're not even at the halfway mark yet. And he's doing okay. so much, using so much energy and, and, He's he's thirty seven yeah. at this point. I don't know if, right. if if he's gonna be able to. He's in great shape. Spends two, three, four, however many million dollars on his body. If he spends ten million on his body, I know he can and afford it. But right. we got we need him all the way through. Um, and I'm not even looking as far as June. We got to make sure we get out of April and out of May. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I'm 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 just worried. Um, all you got, all is Westbrook the problem? Is do we make a trade for uh, Leonard up to Portland? Is Westbrook the problem? He's a slash guy. He's not a three guy. You need a guy that can score and, and can hit the J. Your take on Westbrook, real quick. Well, well, I think I don't think it's a trade to be made because if I'm Portland, why would I give up Westbrook or why would I give up Leonard for yeah. Westbrook? You know, his contract yeah. isn't his contract isn't team friendly. 
Um, and we ain't got no draft pick. And he's not. I mean, he's not. This is my thing. LeBron, every team LeBron James has won a championship with, I think maybe outside of Miami one of those years, he leads the yeah. team in points, assists, and rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what LeBron does. Well, what the Lakers need is Malik Monk to be consistently knock down that jump shot. Same with Melo. Same with those other guys coming in. Because that's when LeBron is at his best, when he can get other guys going and then take over the game. And then whenever he wants. Yeah, yeah, that's that's when he's at his best. But they don't have a they don't have a Mike Miller. They don't have a, a, a Kyle Korver. They don't have one of those guys. And that's yeah. really where, you know, those, those well, other guys can kind of piece together and step in and kind of fill that void. That's fair, man, because he can run out of gas because he is 37 doing all these minutes and all. I remember Kobe got hurt at that age because he was logging a lot of minutes late. Not saying LeBron will get hurt again, but it is a lot to bend. They do got Malik Monk. They got a couple of – Melo's doing all right, but your, your point is – very plausible, guys. You know, I love you guys, man. Great dialogue, man. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we got to do it again soon because there's some important sporting events coming up, you know. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Doc. All right, man. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, brother. All Thank right, you. man. All right. Woo! It's always good having Doc on. We haven't had him on. I think we had him on maybe once last year, maybe. I don't know. So, all right. Let him it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, before we get out of here, we got to do our picks. We, I've I'm been blowing you out. I already did my picks. This is the first you time blowing I did my me, picks. Pause. You blowing me pause. out? Yeah. I'm about How? To, I'm about to kill you this week. Is what I'm, talking about. I'm looking at my picks. I don't. So, I'm at. I don't know where exactly. You know, uh, I, I want to say I'm maybe at seven wins. Marlins maybe at like. I think you're at four now. I think you're at six. I'm at four. No, I, I I got seven. I'm seven, seven. I'll say seven and four. All right. So I really think it's we really going we going five, through five and five. We going but, through to the Super Bowl. Well, no. Here's the thing: as the uh, the weeks go by, we got to do prop bets, and and uh, we're gonna have to do that because it's only you know six games. Well, we never pick. We're, let's just not pick your game or the Raiders game next week. That's why we'll pick five. All right. Anyways. Uh, no, we got, let's do prop bets. Makes it a little bit better. Makes it better for the listeners, dog. That's when we you say. like the prop bets make it better for you. That's the only reason you have more wins because prop bets. Because I just know what I'm doing. Oh, S, my fault, man. I, I forgot to tell him. S does. Uh, he does the the Super Bowl squares. I forgot to to tell him. I forgot to put my numbers in too. I'll see you in the money later. All right. Um, all right. So we're gonna start with the first Saturday night game. Uh, Kansas City at Denver. Denver's getting 10 points. I'm taking the Denver easily with the points. I'm taking KC. Bet uh Dallas at Philly. Philly's getting seven points. How do you for one, how do you feel about this game? I'm taking Philly with the points. Wow. I think I, we beat him by a field goal or something. We beat him by like 40 points earlier in the years. You know what? Y'all gonna beat him by 30 this time. Let's go with Dallas. I hope so. And I hope those other teams lose and we slide into like a two or three seed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Green Bay at Detroit. Uh, Devontae Adams did come out and say, if you're scared, go to church. We're not sitting our guys. We're not playing. We're we going, going out there. We're doing it. Um, wait, no. Is that right? That can't be right. Two and a half. Is that right? I don't know, man. You See, that's the other thing. Yeah, so you in the comments, do you have Detroit plus two and a half? Is that right? That's the other thing. Marlon makes up these numbers. That's why he be getting them right. I, I don't make They're up not the, real. I don't make up the numbers. They're not real. Uh, GB at S. Check the comments. S will be in there in a second. I've got it right here. GB. Three and a half is the spread. Wow. They probably think they're going to sit some people. Right. 
it doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah, because they still would, they still should get the. Uh, oh man, who you got? I got Green Bay three and a half. Yeah, I got to go on them too. All right, Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota minus two and a half. Minnesota. Let's go. Uh, Justin Fields, let's go Chicago. All right, Indy at Jacksonville. This is the big one. They're saying, yep, uh, so three and a half. So, that's so yeah, that's, that's well, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just asking. I just gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta ask our resident gambler. I just gotta ask. So, because um, the, the spread just didn't look right, but then again, they just know they may sit a few people and they get that buy. So, I th- I'm sure Aaron's gonna play. Um, Devontae said he was gonna play, so, so we'll see. So, um, yeah, the numbers are wacky this week. So, yes, yeah, so I guess that makes a little sense. So, all right, so this is going to be the most interesting one. Indy at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is going to be plus 15.5. Uh, so I think that's – no, because we've seen – we've seen 16, 17 before. So I don't know. I'm going to get you another one. <laughs> no, pick your teams. I don't care. <laughs> we've been on for two hours. Let's go Jacks. Nah, we ain't, it ain't even been an hour and a half yet. Oh, yeah, I got guys. Jacksonville too. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore minus five and a half. I'm going to go with Big Ben. I think he'll get his last win of his. I think he should just retire. Just no, I thought he should have retired two years ago, but shout out to him for stealing that money. <laughs> Cincy at Cleveland. Cleveland's getting three points. What do you got? Cincy. Uh, I don't even know who the backup is for Cincy. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Uh, Somebody said that earlier. I don't know who. I go Cleveland. Why not? Cleveland's backups playing too. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what's his name? Baker. Yeah, he's out. He's done. He he he's he want done. he wants to get a trade. Nobody wants you. Uh, who 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 would want to take Baker Mayfield? Name one team. Uh, the Nobody. Broncos. The Broncos would. The, I'll take Teddy Bridgewater over Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't. Um, I take I take the Dolphins. I'd rather have Texans. I'd rather have Terrell Taylor. Yeah, I know you would. That's good. I'm just telling you teams that would be better off with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Uh, Oh, oh, he's saying that line open at 17. So 15 and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus eight. Tampa. Uh, What do you think, babe? Tampa Bay minus eight. Or, or Carolina. Carolina. All right, Carolina. Thanks, babe. All right, Cam's probably Cam's last game until he retires. Cam's not playing. <laughs> Ain't Cam on the bench? Yeah. Oh. They go. They gonna put him out there a little bit because Cam. Wait, Cam's done. I already circled to Carolina. Thanks, yeah, baby. You can't go backwards. Uh, Seattle. Seattle at Seattle at Arizona. So this NFC West. This whole. I think Russell's out of there. We'll see what happens with that. But Seattle at Arizona. Arizona minus six and a half. Shout out to Austin. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle with the points. <laughs> Why do you shout them out to pick the other team? I'm also going to Seattle. <laughs> shout out to Austin. Uh, San Francisco at the Rams. Uh, Rams minus four. I'm taking San Francisco. I'm going to... I stopped. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, I think the Rams will try to make a statement. Odell will probably get two touchdowns. We'll see that. And then the San Diego Chargers at That's the not a uh, team. at the Raiders. Vegas is getting two and a half. I think it's gonna be a close game. I'm gonna just take Raiders with the points. 
I also picked the Raiders to beat the Los Angeles football team. Yeah. That wears blue and yellow. Oh, wait. That's both the Los Angeles football teams. The JV team in Los Angeles will lose this week to the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Raiders will go to the playoffs and lose in the first round. Ain't that funny? We're going to do one more. I'm going right, to try to see this. this, this is, Who are you calling? I'm going to call a Raider fan. Call S, see if he answers, see what he thinks about the game. We'll see if he picks up. I didn't give him no heads up on this. Let's see if he answers. Yeah. Esteban. <laughs> Quick question. Yes. Are you nervous about the game? What are you thinking of the game Sunday night? What do you think is going to happen? Well, considering I already bet the Chargers minus two and a half, so this way I'm happy either way until the freaking Chargers win by one, then I'll be really pissed. But uh, <laughs> it's no, nah, no. Nah, you know what? I mean, this is awesome. This is it's just so badass to have AFC West rivals like this. Uh, it, it's been been too long since uh, both of our teams have played a meaning, meaningful games in a rivalry like this. Yeah. That uh, it, it, it's going to be just. Exciting! It's gonna be badass. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm hyped for that game. Yeah, I, I think it, it's it should be a good one. I know we were we were kind of planning on going to the game, but you know it's it's uh it, it would have been good just to be in that environment, in that atmosphere, Sunday night. Um, you know, Chargers were somebody would have been crying going home, but it would have been it would have been a good game. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, up, up until last week, I was still thinking about it. I was thinking about it. You know, maybe it's last minute. It's like, I know a guy who's got uh, tickets for sale, aren't that bad a price, good seats. And uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll do maybe I'll, Maybe we'll just, I'll pull that trigger. But yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, it is what it is. It's now I'm good. sitting here quarantined in my room and uh, bored as hell. So I'm watching you guys. So thanks oh, thanks. For- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> feeling better? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm doing better. Just uh, took another test yesterday, waiting for results. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely doing better. Yeah, cool. All right, man. Well, you uh, you get better, and uh, we'll, we'll chat soon, and we'll probably uh, may chat during the game. But somebody's gonna be pissed after the game. So, oh no, I, I, I guarantee that you will not be answering my phone calls on a Sunday night after uh, after the game's over. All right, we'll see. All right. All right, man. You have a good one. Feel better, bro. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. All right, man. You got anything else? Let's go Raiders. Shout out to Big Warmski, man. I thought about getting him on, but I was like, I don't want to. No, you you decided to stack it with Eagles fans instead. That's, That's better. Why? Our game doesn't mean anything. Your game means everything. It does mean everything, but I don't feel like hearing from Raiders fans. I mean, him, he's, he's you know, sick, COVID, so hopefully. <laughs> no, I hope he feels a lot better. So, um, Are you calling somebody else? No, I'm good. Well, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to put on my jacket and leave. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm happy Kyrie's back. Y'all better stop hating on Kyrie, man. I'm happy he's back. Kyrie's a professional bucket getter. In fact, it's my phone ended up dying on Instagram Live. So. All right. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll catch you on next week. Come here, baby. That's facts. Come here, baby. Annie, come here. You got to scream peace. You got to scream peace real loud. As loud as you can. Say, you got to say peace real loud. No, you got to say it real loud. You got to scream it as loud as you can. Don't, don't worry. Nobody can see you. You got to say Peace. <laughs>
You gotta say peace. Okay, I will. Hurry up! You got you. We're running out of time. Scream peace as loud as you can. Peace. We out. <laughs> Good job, baby. Good job. You say it every time. Oh, now we just gotta get Caroline on. Yeah. So about Tristan Thompson.